See what have time. you done today <laughs> to party? What have I done today to party? Um, oh, man. Uh, I, I had a soda at 1030 in the morning. <laughs> Um, another one of the mountain dew summer days <laughs> yep summer freeze summer freeze yep you know that's how i party i do the do <laughs> um man I, so melissa i have to say that uh here at the whatnots captain's log we do some hard-hitting journalism here uh on this show <laughs> every now and then like like maybe on, in the life of the podcast we've done it like two or three times at most give me the examples what have been our strongest journalistic efforts to date <laughs> uh i mean I, I i i still think the 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 you f- finding that mysterious neighborhood that may or may not be a sex cult that was totally not uh was you, some you hard keep, hitting journalism. you keep saying sex cult because those words sound spicy and exciting but i have told you multiple times it is a very pleasant suburban neighborhood with certain uh-huh. porch decorations that may be keys to this couple swings which is not a cult. <laughs> Swinging may be a very healthy, agreeable adult activity. Indeed, indeed. But no, uh, Beetlejuice 2, two confirmed. Beetlejuice <laughs> on the way. Beetlejuice. I just, I have really nothing else to say on this, except I find it really funny that like no one was mentioning it on Twitter. We mentioned it on our podcast and then people started talking about it. This week, it got like officially confirmed. It has a release date. There's more actors involved now. Renona War Rider is set to return. Uh, all, all, all that good stuff. Man, here we are. You heard it here first, folks. I, this <laughs> other people just may be more hesitant with tweeting about things that aren't confirmed. Whereas you will bring me news articles like. A guy in a meeting said the word Clayface. It's happening. The Batman well, too. He will, the, like like I mentioned last time too. That was not confirmed. <laughs> I did not take that as like Melissa. Oh my God, we're <laughs> Clayface. It yes, was, it but was just you like, still bring me this? these things as if they are real news. I brought it because I thought it was ridiculous. I was like, this is like what? Okay. And then Beetlejuice 2 was not yet confirmed, but they were they were like, hey, we are trying to work on this. And I thought that was interesting. I'm not. It is I'm interesting. Bringing I, these things to hear? be like, it's fact. I, it's news. I think you and you and I just have different styles where you will get very oh, sure. interested in a, a fragment of something, a possibility of something. And I'm like, I. I it's fun to give speculate. me more information. Right. Like I, I need several. I need 10 individual details before you want me to have any possible take on this. <laughs> but yeah, Beetle Beetle Toose confirmed. Toose. <laughs> Good uh, to know. Speaking of all, let, let's jump straight into more t- TV news. Good Omens season two finally has a release date. Melissa, how are you feeling about that? I feel very positive. Have you yet to this day watched Good Omens? Nope. I know nothing about the book. So I, I, mean, I told you, you. You've you've, you've, you've explained I it. Attempted. We, we have a whole <laughs> podcast of you explaining it to me. Uh, and and even on one of our more recent 
review shows, you explained it again. And I still just like, I have no idea what that show is. <laughs> I <laughs> it was one of my favorite books in high school. I really loved the Amazon Prime adaptation from summer 2019. We did a a weird one off reactor core where you didn't have access to Prime at the time. So even if I made right. you, you couldn't watch it. You weren't spending a whole free subscription trial on that. So I tried to just tell you everything that it was, and you nodded and politely asked questions. Yeah. We, we, we tried I, that on the reactor core to be like, how about not so I successful. watch something? And yeah, it, it, it didn't work out, but... Uh, I feel like oh, well. if we do it again, we got to come prepared with full PowerPoint presentations. Make absolute use of YouTube as sure. a visual medium, not a podcast. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to point a little pointer at pictures like this is a zero fail. <laughs> Kyle, this is Crowley. What? Remember them. They, 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 they probably have some like a better website or technology to do this now. But remember that one website that was like the new version of PowerPoint where you could like zoom in on things so yes. far that the next thing was already yes. in there and you didn't even know. I, I don't <laughs> remember what that was called. Prezi or something. Yes, that was it. Prezi. That was um, it? I I I, th I think so. That like that rung the I, bell in my we, mind to be like, I think that was it. I I do remember like sophomore year of college my media communications professor trying to tell us this is the future you're not using powerpoint you're using this yeah absolutely um they, they probably have something else now that you can do who knows a series of tiktoks yeah, you, right, yeah. <laughs> you write your report on the bottom of a very expensive sneaker mm -hmm. exactly exactly um yeah good omen season two like i like that is an interesting thing for me about that not having seen the show is the big gap between the seasons. Well, do you, I, do you remember any of the context have, yeah. of the show that I told you? The show is based off of a novel that Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman wrote in the 90s, I think. Yeah. And then uh, this adaptation, the season one adaptation was written by Neil Gaiman after Terry mm -hmm. Pratchett's death him adapting the book that they wrote together. It is beginning to end the book, you know, maybe with just like a couple little bits added or removed. So I think it was, oh, maybe something where he was really starting from scratch to like come up with a season two out of things that maybe him and, and Terry Pratchett thought about, but never officially put pen to page yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah. So that might be part, you know, so everything is going to have a delay. Like media scholars will look back on this time and there's just like a weird hole between like 2020 and like 2023 and a bunch of different yeah. like franchises and, and series and things. But, but I, I, I did hear my, words some years. My question mm -hmm. then is, was it always planned to have a season two or did you at, I, at one part think like, oh, it's just a limited series? It seemed like a limited series at first. I think a couple of years ago I did hear about a season two, but I didn't know like how concrete is that? I'm going to wait and really have any feelings about it until I have more, you know, like sure, yeah. really show me this thing put into action. And then last year I was listening with an, listening to an interview with Michael Sheen on a twilight podcast. Cause Michael Sheen played the villain in the twilight movies. 
You learn something new every day, folks. Kyle, you would be very surprised. I This might be one of the trivia questions at the Captain's Log Trivia <laughs> Challenge this year, is actors who showed up in the Twilight franchise. You won't believe I, it. I would fail every single one. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one question. I mean, I, I, um, I already typically lose at our trivia nights, but but yeah, I would lose even more spectacularly just be like man kyle you're terrible at this <laughs> <laughs> but he mentioned yes they had finished filming season two and it was like a such a jump from me hearing yes yeah, season two like a handful of years ago that i'm like, like wow yeah. it is real <laughs> there you go interesting yeah i i posted that in one of the discords that i'm in and that was people's reaction was, was 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 like i thought that was a limited series i didn't even know they were making a season two and it's just like here you go the, here's a release you can date. remove a limit at any time oh sure yeah yeah um but yeah that's that's that has to be exciting it is very exciting show. for me you've got the ability to watch it yourself now if you want yes. yeah yeah absolutely um I, I mean that there I I'm still I'm 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 in a weird what my partner calls a show hole, which I always <laughs> giggle at. Um, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I I'm all right. So what, what's what's happening is I'm not watching any new shows at the moment. Like mm. I, I have my big list of like, here's all the things that I need to catch up on. Still haven't watched Perry Mason's season two. Right. Um, but there's a new video game that's about to be out later mm. this week. The the new Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, and so I know like my my attention will all be on that. And so I like didn't want to start really much that was new or like yes. that I knew would yes. take a long time because I would just stop and mm -hmm. go play the game instead. Um, but uh, I, I, I did end up watching a few things. We'll get to those in a bit here. But uh, it, it's it's it, like we're in a weird show hole because now we're kind of coming out of the pandemic kind of i know i think they also like recently like officially was like it's kind of over but long-term stuff is we haven't even really mm -hmm. started looking at that yet um but then also the writer's strike that i m m mm -hmm. mentioned and got started this past week now we are starting to get news of like Hey, production on this show is now shutting down. Production on that mm -hmm. show is now shutting down. Um, so I, we're we're kind of going to be in a, another show hole in uh a, I, in a few in like a year from now. I'm not sure what the pipeline is there, but uh, yeah. Are you know. somebody who does frequently watch many new shows when the shows are new? Um, yes and no. If it is something I'm interested in, yes, um, I try, but mm. that's not always the case. Um, and I think a lot of the things that end up like is being something that moves up on my list is probably like an IP that I already know I enjoy, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So it's not necessarily new per se. Um, but every now and then it's like, oh, that looks really good. And I, I just want to watch something. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I do have my list that well, I, I have my list that I've been dwindling down to the point where I think now I can almost count on two hands how many things I have left to watch. But, but that's also ignoring all of the things that I've added to my cues since making that l- yeah. list, um, which I've, I've I'm like, let, let me at least pretend to see the light at the end of the tunnel for is, a while. Is there, um, is there supposed to be a light at the end of the tunnel? I don't think I want to know so. what that feeling is. I have watched all the TV I've ever been interested in watching. Well, and now I just spin my wheels and watch old episodes again until a new TV show arrives. Uh, no, I, I I don't think the light at the end of the tunnel is I have watched all TV I will ever be interested in in, in my <laughs> life. Like I'm done. I have completed TV. Uh, it is done. <laughs> um, no, I it it like to me, it is just getting to be like it's in a more manageable position where mm. yeah i there might be a, a couple shows that i've been keeping up with that are now on mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. what have you and i get to watch it when it comes out um and i don't have to be like all right i'm gonna put that in the queue which means i'm probably gonna get to it later this year um uh-huh. like right now i'm going through all my netflix stuff but all the stuff on mm. hbo max is just kind of sitting there. So sorry, Perry Mason, but you're just sitting there, right? Um, mm-hmm. Whereas the, now, the like Korean drama Sisyphus, which is available on Netflix, might come first. Right? Okay, okay. So, yeah, has there I, ever I been manageable? Has there ever been consequences if you didn't get to a TV show mm. fast enough? Have there been actual repercussions? I have how been you put in time out a, f- a few times. Um, <laughs> Your no, mother called you and scolded yeah. you. <laughs> how, how have we watched this show when you haven't? Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we met Kanye before you had. <laughs> <laughs> um, d- n- nothing like of actual note, right? There's no like, mm. man, Kyle, you're a terrible p- person. Why have you not watched this? Uh, it, it, it is just like maybe I've missed out on the conversation online sure. and I like being a part of that for some of the things that I like. I have yet to watch the Harley Quinn cartoon, mm. which I hear incredible things about. There's some yeah. actors in there that I like I from like all the bits that I've seen. It looks fantastic. I've just not gotten to it yet. And so I feel like uh, I've like missed out on the conversation around that show. I I think it's still ongoing. I think they're working on season four, but it is over there on I HBO so. Max. So I don't really know exactly where that I, is. I don't I remember hearing Max. that that one in particular was no. called. Yeah, we're, we're close to the Maxining. Yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, I mean, there there is stuff like that that it's just like i wasn't involved in the conversation around it um but that's okay like i I don't like there's at the at the end of the day like that's not such a bad thing okay i i'm not an online person i don't have like 
tweet threads or discords to keep up with that are talking about the latest show. But I also live with far more fear of judgment than you do. Mm. (laughs) Like, I worry often if somebody's like, you haven't seen Breaking Bad yet, that they will go home and think very carefully to themselves. Like, I really think that reflects negatively on her that she hasn't watched Breaking Bad yet. And that will decrease my respect for Melissa. Like, I have no proof that doesn't happen. Melissa. Right. <laughs> I Melissa, I am also life is like whose line. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Right. Like I have seriously thought, if I don't watch Andor, is something bad going to happen to me? What happens or doesn't happen if I watch a show that everybody insists I watch? Smash cut to Melissa at the Pearly Gates reviewing her life. Oh, oh, you didn't see Andor? Oh, sorry. Uh, the bad place. There you go. <laughs> right. God, that's that's funny. Um, like every once in a while, like that's something that my parents have realized that they can like communicate with me about like oh what's mm. the like next marvel thing that we should be aware uh-huh. of or like what's the like is there any good movies out that we should be aware of so i can tell them like oh go see this or this was fun you guys might like that or my mom might like that one but dad you're going to mm. be bored out of your mind right um so like i i i can talk with them on that level for <laughs> certain things uh but i i called my parents this weekend i i I call them once a week on the weekends just to see how they they are and catch up and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and my dad said the darndest thing he said Hey, Kyle, so you know how dad jokes are all the rage in like recent years? And I was just like, Dad, you know, they've been the thing for like the past decade. No, I I take that back. Dad, you realize you've been making dad jokes since you got me, right? Yeah. My dad just found out that dad jokes are a thing. I they've, I mean, they've always been a thing. I think they've become a, uh, a, a topic of real conversation in the last handful of years. I'm not an online person, sure. but I am on dating apps because I don't want to die alone. And that seems to be most guys brand. Most guys believe there are two forms of humor. The office sarcasm and dad jokes and, dad jokes and like no other thing. Those are the yeah. only forms of humor that they know how to express in any way. Yeah. Yeah. It like it's definitely a part of the cultural zeitgeist. But he like the way he said it was like, like, hey, like the new thing here in 2023 dad jokes. And I was just like, what? dad, like, like this has been a thing. <laughs> for what is like <laughs> a cup like a decade now <laughs> what does he think is happening does he think he's gonna walk into his local neighborhood bar and grill make a 
dad joke and then everybody turns around and claps they lift him on his shoulders right. he, he gets his scott scott picture on scott. the wall of his, the, the thing right local dad joke <laughs> expert um, <laughs> no i like i i mean my my dad is has always been a very funny person uh he makes jokes all the time but like that's the the jokes he makes have always been like dad like when you think of a, uh-huh. a dad joke now like that is his kind of humor and and stuff he likes like he likes movies like dodgeball and and nacho okay. libre and bench warmers and and st- st- which, which stuff do, like that which do seem like a generation early for your dad that's oh, yeah. what I mean, like, I mean he's he has his older like he's in into like the terminator and okay. the outlaw josie wales and like, <laughs> like he, he he likes old westerns he likes action <laughs> but he's not in into like the newer mm. stuff as much right right uh but his, but his brand of a, comedy. a fart joke or something yes absolutely Any, Right. Any SNL alum or friend of Judd Apatow doing a, a <laughs> fart joke or something. Dad's love Pro- it. Probably. Yeah. Um, and, and so it just it, it it was really funny because like even the the ex- examples of dad jokes that he was telling me was was just like, yeah, this is the same kind of jokes you've been telling me your whole life. Like the, 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 like. It, it might be a new joke to you in the sense that you have never said this specific joke, but it is it is the same. Like, it's a pun. Yep. OK. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Kyle, can I tell great. you that my parents continue to watch America's Funniest Home Videos every week? There you go. Classic it's, Americana. Right. And it's not less funny i mean america never stopped being funny we still make funny home videos like it's not really any different than it was back in the bob saget days they right. just now put like little emoji stickers up on the screen sometimes yeah, i'll watch I, it with them like it's still it works as well as it ever did it's, you know sure. you don't laugh at some of them but every once in a while there's an america's funniest home video that really hits so I I also happened to watch a recent episode of America's Funniest Home Videos uh, when we were at my partner's grand, grandma's house. Um, and the it, whole family. It, yeah, it just ha- happened to come on TV. So we sat there watching it. And the thing that struck me with that show that I was not expecting is that even though it is it was a newer episode i don't know exactly if this was like hey new this week or if it was a rerun um because mm-hmm. all of the videos still seem to be like this was filmed on a camcorder all this but it it, I- it was like it was very obviously like okay this is one of the newer ones it's uh what's his name Alf- alfonso, alfonso ribeiro yeah, yeah yes, it's, it's, yes. it's him I- hosting I have they have like modern like cell phone videos, modern like ring doorbell videos, but there are older ones. And like if it's one of the ones that's like the semifinalist, he'll do the little interview with the family. And sometimes it will be 
an old home video they sat on for years and eventually they're like, yeah. America's got to see it. <laughs> America needs to know right now. <laughs> Along with Beetlejuice, it's confirmed. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just thought like in, in that one, it was interesting because, yeah, like cell phone video and, and stuff is mm -hmm. like is so prevalent that I like I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't pivoted to social media as much as like like it is tiktok like america's mm. funniest home videos is now just tiktok what if you went but to tiktok globally. and there was a host there's just a man in a suit there who has to present the different videos to you the best go, video at the end of the stream. hour wins twenty five thousand dollars you, you can live stream on tiktok i'm surprised they haven't done that and their whole show is just <laughs> on tiktok do. now um but it's, yeah i, I think I it's like, for wow, like this feels so old but it's not <laughs> it's for like grandparents and and the little grandkids i it is a truly wholesome experience watching america's yeah. funniest home videos i do enjoy it, really it. i'm happy when it i'm really able was. to catch yeah. it over there yeah i want to go through the history and see like year by year what was the funniest home video good god that, that 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 would be an interesting uh like youtube video essay to see how 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 yes. america has viewed comedy over the the <laughs> year? or, or yeah, just like, like has how, there how been... physical comedy has changed yes. over the years that'd be interesting because right, like nobody's trying to do physical comedy maybe one person is enacting a prank but it is how the other person enact like reacts to the prank it's how right. they behave when they fall through a deck like, or something like is, is that yeah like there is the like candid stuff the, for the like smile you're on candid camera years mm. to like okay now we've gotten up to the like am i on punked Right. It's the it's the Ashton Kutcher years. Right. right. Where they, they've done that, which I, I don't know how far you are in uh, spectacular Sp Sp Spider-Man. We're watching that cartoon. There's multiple references in that sh show to punked. And that is their, their, <laughs> their, their, their touchstone. Like, am I on punked? right now like what's happening it, um, the, the show is from 2008 i right this yeah. is an interesting topic <laughs> like ha, has there been any change in a, the tone of the average america's funniest home video not like the presentation of the show the individual home videos themselves where you can see like this is definitely post the rise of will ferrell or something like is the right, content yeah, different yeah. is the way people scream different it's like, it's like is the ah, way you hit your dad in the Jack nuts Black. with a baseball right. bat is this different now is it different now that we have pete davidson or whatever how is how does the america's funniest home video evolve in response right. to changing trends yeah that'd be interesting um huh I, I, that ha that stuff like that has to be out there of like analyzing America's funniest home. Videos I'm going to go on EBSCO host and type in America's funniest home videos. I right. want to see what they have on JSTOR. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, before we do our housekeeping break and stuff, I at least wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, something I've been watching. Um, uh-huh 
I got to to watch Star Wars Visions season two. They put out uh, season two on May 4th, May the 4th mm-hmm. be with you. Um, if you guys are unaware, I, I think Star Wars Visions is one of the cooler things that Star Wars is doing right now, but it's kind of flying under the radar because it's not in canon. It's not like here's the next big yeah. Star Wars thing, right? Uh, it's a bunch of little animated shorts. It's an anthology series, um, but they get different studios from around the world to do these little shorts that are inspired by Star Wars or or are some interpretation or like, wouldn't it be cool if or like, oh, my God, this would never happen in Star Wars. But what if? Right. Like, here's the thing. Um and season two was really, really good. Uh, the first couple shorts that they did, like, re- really had some strong emotional weight to them. Um, the 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 final one in season two had an incredible art style with this. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't want to say I, I don't think it was stop motion. I think it was CGI, but it was this like almost puppet look at like the 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 textures on the characters looked like they were puppets so they could have been i don't know but just it looked incredible uh and season two also had a short from the studio that is famous for making wallace and and gromit um and they they have animation what i thought i was under the impression that star wars visions was entirely Japanese anime studios and, and no, maybe not at all it's maybe it's that like, was just what people led with when they told me about it I didn't know we were gonna get an Aardman in here oh yeah yeah no there's there's studios from all over the world there's American studios there's there's Hispanic like Mexican studios there's nice. European it's just yeah all sto- all sorts of different uh storytelling styles techniques all sorts of animation styles uh yeah no it's not just a, a anime it's uh there there okay. is some anime uh stuff in there in season one um god i'm blanking on the studio's name they we covered on the review show pro um, it was, was that madhouse it's not madhouse uh oh, i don't remember off the top of my head meanwhile sam is yelling at us it's this studio um but yes they they had one in season two um or i mean uh in season one mm. excuse me um but yes yeah there's there's all sorts of stuff it's 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 interesting to check out for sure um okay definitely recommend it um it's it's you it's have good you, go ahead no i'm just saying like now you have my interest now that you have mentioned the Ardman animation the studio that made wallace and gromit yeah yeah um yeah it's it, the the shorts i think at the most are like half an hour but the mm. in season two they averaged to to be like just about 20 minutes it was like 17 minutes ish i think was the average for how long each thing was um and yeah they're good, 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 good like lunch break like i'm gonna watch one or two of these shorts okay. and just you can yeah it's good good fun Good fun with that. Good fun with that stuff. But 
I say we take a quick break uh, for some housekeeping. I, I would ask what you had watched this week, but right now, Melissa, your cinema corner is empty on our notes here. So I, I, I figured I, we could just I jump can, straight I can tell into you housekeeping. I, if you want to know, I can tell you I finished watching Poker Face. Oh, nice. There you go. Did you watch How any of Poker Face? I have not yet, but I've heard good things. I like it a lot. It's unique in that it's got this vintage format, like an old Columbo or something, where every episode mm. is kind of its own standalone mystery that the main mystery solver wanders into. And there is some framing connective story that's really in like the first episode and the last episode of the season. I really like the vibes of it. Like every episode's cool. like long. You get a long, cold open with these new characters and this new setting, and then you figure out what you know Natasha Leone is is doing there and and how she identifies and solves a mystery. Like it's it's relaxing, like it's not trying to be that thrilling. There's like individual twists of the mystery, but there aren't a lot of twists into like the entire series. It's not that dramatic. A good like if I'm just show. Yes, absolutely. A comfort show. I don't know if they'll make more. I hope they make more. I, I dig this format. It like fits a need in my life that no other show fits right now. I guess cool. I, I could go back and watch Columbo or Murder, She Wrote or something. Right. But it's nice that we've got a new one of those. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, well, with that, yeah, let's take a quick break for housekeeping uh, when we come back, we'll be talking about some comics, we'll be talking about toys, and we'll be talking a little bit about Guardians 3. So we will be mm -hmm. right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. Once again, a big shout out to our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. We appreciate you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, right here on the Captain's Log last week, uh, we talked about the Obsidian League showdown, my Duolingo <laughs> update and what happened with my arch enemy uh, and all of that good stuff. It was kind of wild. I am I am now in the the diamond tournament. I, I wow. Say it's it's a three week long tournament. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've I've I'm like done competing. I'm all du Duolingo leagued out, um, but I'm still I'm still up, I'm still Duolingoing. So do you do you yet have the ability to tell me a single word in Korean that you've learned? Uh, <laughs> yes and no. You put me on on the spot, so now my my mind is like, uh, 
Um, let's see. Uh, pot- potato is kumja. <laughs> kumja. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Pot- potato is a good word to learn. Yeah. I, I, I at least I hope I'm right. Well, watch me be completely wrong on that, and I just like said the wrong thing and don't even know. Um, but but yeah. So that, that's what we did last week here on the Captain's Log. Uh, over on the review show, we recently got to start up our end of the month specials on The Good Place. We will be covering uh, each season of The Good Place at the end of the next couple months. At the end of this month here, we'll be on season yeah. two. Um, we did, however, take the week off of for the review show this week. Uh, so coming up, we will be talking about the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, which I mentioned a little bit er- earlier mm-hmm. in the show, uh, all 26 episodes of that. Over on the Reactor Core, Melissa, you and I finally got to jump back in t- into some of the Yellow Jackets as that show also yeah. took a week off. Uh, and so we got to talk about episode five and six and some of the crazy things that happened in those episodes yeah. that we were not expecting. <laughs> yeah, there um, was there was a lot of progression. Yes. Uh, and then we also have a big spoiler cast up for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. If you want to hear our, our full thoughts on 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 that, it is up. You can go listen to how it I think we had a great conversation uh on that and last but not least for the patreon supporters over on the pilots club uh we are talking about moon girl and devil dinosaur we watched the pilot of that show and got to have a conversation about that so yeah go check it out i love that show it's a good one it's fun there you go (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh cool so that is housekeeping uh should 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 we do our our uh candle segment first since i just mentioned sure. guardians of the yeah. galaxy three all right let me hit the button then relax yankee goes to hollywood here we go melissa yes what does the guardians of the galaxy volume three smell like if it was a candle oh i i thought about the sense of missouri Peter mm. Quill's home state. Uh, and if you had to put a little Missouri scent in there, I don't know. May, I, I don't know what its specific scent is, but the the flowering dogwood, our state tree. I thought about that. Go. Sure. Yeah. That's a good, 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 good one. I, I, I have a real oddly specific one. There is yeah. a... <laughs> scene i won't won't say what it is exactly because i don't want to spoil it but uh for some reason it smells like egg yolks to me okay i understand like like you crack an egg and like you you stir up the egg yolk and it's that like yellow liquid like the smell of that (laughs) or or like we know what an egg yolk is right yeah just uh, that's (laughs) that's what it would smell like Thank you for being here to remind us that red and blue make purple, and that when you crack open an egg, there's there's yellow liquid inside. Just doing my duty as a podcaster, <laughs> Melissa. Uh, I would say that the candle might smell like peanut butter breakfast cereal, which sure, is unique. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten a peanut butter scented candle before. Interesting. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like I uh, other parts of me is like I could come up with some sense that probably mm. wouldn't be pleasant. Smells like a petting zoo, right? Right, or, like, or very just like that's a distinct <laughs> smell, but it's not a yeah. pleasant one right or like really abstract sense like 1980s living room yes yeah yeah smells smells like an, an old couch from the 1980s <laughs> a couch you want to lay down on but your friends won't let you they keep yelling at you because you keep laying down and they're like this isn't your couch we're in somebody's the, home be polite the, 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 a couch is like is not like a leather couch or velvet it's that like i don't even know what material yes. it is but it's po- orange some sort and of polyester and plaid yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> that's what it smells like uh so yeah that is our our topic our our our, our bit on <laughs> guardians yes. three i thought it was fantastic go check it out uh, my parents were supposed to go see it last weekend, but never got around to how it. I don't think my mom was feeling too well. Oh, mom. Uh, so then when they heard that I went and that I loved mm. it, they were like, oh, now we have to go. We have to go again. But for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully can, they've made it out. Can I ask you uh, what yes. special thing do you do for your mom for Mother's Day? Long distance. Ooh, um, I, my my family's not super big on like card giving mm-hmm. all that much. Like may, maybe every once in a while for our b- 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 birthdays or something. Um, but I like I would probably just give my mom a call, a call specifically and just okay see how she is see what she's up to see if they've gone to some fancy restaurant or stuff oh, like nice. that. Um, okay so i mean i guess in that in, in that regard nothing too special okay just, i just you know to, not to not connect to, not, with my mom not to put you on the spot or call your excellent sonhood into question i was just curious if you would like send her flowers or like you know pick out something for her on amazon and send it to her because whenever i do on mother's day i try and think of like a, a thi- an experience i can do with my mom mm. Gotcha. And I'm like, oh, That's you fun. can't, you can't do that. Like, you, I realize you and I probably have very different, like, Mother's and Father's Day approaches. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of people. We're going do. to the Science Center. Ooh. We're going to the Planetarium. That's cool. That's fun. Um. There you go. Speaking of fun, Melissa, you you had <laughs> you had a uh, a a Speaking question here fun. Uh, that yes. in, in not so many, 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 many words also may translate to when did you stop having fun? Can't <laughs> 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 <I'm> kidding. <laughs> so I also watched Megan this week. Uh, mm. A great time. I recommend Megan. I've, I've and... heard some interesting things about that one. That it's just like. They swung for the fences and they yeah. went for it. Yeah. Right. If you've seen the trailer for Megan, it's that it's it's like living. <laughs> so the premise of Megan is that this woman works as a uh, an engineer, a, a roboticist for a, a high tech toy company. Her sure. sister and her husband get into a car crash. They die. And now this woman has to adopt her her nine year old niece. 
and to both help her niece cope and to work on one of her pet projects, this woman gives her a, a Megan, who is like a a four foot tall robot girl who is super intelligent and super intuitive and is designed to be like the child's friend to like sure, be their yeah. friend, be their helper. And then Megan's protocols get too intense. And if anybody is a threat to her, her primary child, she will destroy them. It goes full Furby mode. Yeah. Yeah. She gets very sassy, very violent for the sake of a sweet nine year old girl. Yeah. 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 But there's a scene early on where, like, the girl goes over to her aunt's house. Seems like maybe she's never been there before. And the aunt has, like, collectibles on the shelf. Like, the girl's like, oh, let me see your toys. And she's like, well, those aren't toys. These are collectibles. collectibles. They stay on the shelf. (laughs) And at one point, like, a a, a social worker comes over to see how the girl interacts with, with her aunt, with this, like, new household and family she's supposed to be in. And uh, she notices that there's not really anything childlike in the home. You know, the aunt isn't ready for this yet. And she's like, oh, I, I just want to I'm just here to monitor you guys for a little while. Just behave as normal. You guys can play with something. Do you have any toys? And she's like, no, but I I guess I can take down one of my collectibles. We can play with that. And so. I I was not still playing with toys when I was nine, and I don't know if that's weird. Interesting. So, so, so you stopped playing with toys as toys, like action yes. figures or dolls yeah. or stuff like yes, that yes. at age Re- nine then? When, when I was like eight, I think. I okay. think the last toy I can ever remember getting, like some other girl gave me a Barbie when I turned nine. And I remember I gotcha. being ambivalent about it. Like, oh, okay, th- thanks. Nice. You know, this is a cool looking Barbie. I appreciate the thought. I don't know if I'm into Barbies anymore, but thank you. I I, I think for me it it was pro- well. So I I I still feel like I am very much a child at heart, right? <laughs> With the amount of comics I read, the amount of video games I play, and so in in like one way of me answering this question is I never did stop. Like it's just mm-hmm. my my toys changed. Uh-huh. Right? Um, but I guess I, anybody can say that, you know, like my toy to is extent. a KitchenAid stand mixer. My dad's um, toy is a motorcycle. Sure. Uh, but I, 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 I think more of what you were getting at. Yeah, I, I feel like. I don't know an exact age, but I would say close to around the same age that you were maybe a little bit after for me, like maybe more when I was like 11 like mm. 10 or 11 is when I kind of stopped playing with like toys as toys. And then I, yeah, like my, my toys started to change. Cause I, I, I feel like there were ex- exceptions to that. Like I definitely like went over to friends' houses and they had a whole bunch of like star Wars action figures ah. and stuff. And we would just spend all day in their basement, like making up worlds and stories and, and, oh, and stuff fun. like that. Or, uh, I, you know, at one point, a, a good fr- fr- friend of mine and my, my, myself got really into game into Game Boy Camera, uh, in which <laughs> you could basically make stop motion movies. And so that's mm. what we, we did. We would make these little stop motion movies with my action f- f- figures and stuff. 
and i i had a bunch of like dragon ball z action figures that i usually never played but i did have them displayed like up on my desk and up on my bookshelf and so they were mostly collectibles in that <laughs> sense but i didn't yeah. like treat them as collectibles of like oh it's still in the box don't touch it right and um, i recognize that there is a middle ground between right that stays in the box never touch it and oh i got my hands all over that castle gray skull look it's got a little catapult i play with it every week it's castle right. gray skull sunday right yeah um so i i i feel, I feel like it was maybe like early act like like maybe around age 13 is when i kind of maybe stopped doing more okay. of that stuff and then was like okay instead of making movies with these action figures what if we just make home like made home movies with all of us and we just like yeah we're the, the the actors and so we we switched into doing that stuff or learning instruments and trying to play that stuff or playing video games to get together and that's what we did instead um which video games can still be expensive toys is one way to look at them i think sure. right you know so i it has been something i've been thinking about and i think watching megan really made me realize how I left behind toys and play at perhaps too early of an age. My nephew was born when I was eight years old. I have a brother who's much older than I am. Yeah. And yeah. when I was eight, I think I entered into, I am an a, adult now. I am an aunt. An aunt is a role of seniority. The baby has toys. I will play with my little <laughs> baby nephew and his Uncle toys. Ben meant when he said with great power comes great responsibility i'm an adult now <laughs> i think i like moved past it i think back to a lot of things like did i stop eating kids meals too early in my Ooh. life did i go on to big macs too young when was the last year you had a kids meal somewhere? and i'm not i occasionally i will get them like i think if they have like a pokemon toy i want me and i'm not very hungry would i get a, a kid's meal sure i know i have gotten Treat a kid's yourself. meal in like right in like the last 10 years on a whim i have gotten a kid's meal but i think back to my childhood when you are regularly like i am a kid i get the kid's meal and i think also yeah around like eight years old i'm like i'm hungry enough for the adult meal and my parents let me do it it's like i could have a <laughs> double cheeseburger yeah, take right. that, Dad. <laughs> no, I got the Big Mac. I I was a like nine year old chowing down on Big Macs, trying to go. be very adult. There you go. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I, I just I just wanted to check in on another human being and see what their their childhood yeah. experience was like. How, how did I leave toys behind too young? I don't know what the barometer is. Like I very quickly, I was like, I want books. Uh, please yeah. buy me a movie. One time my parents got me stationary and I was really excited. There you go. <laughs> I was that kid. Yeah, I, 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 th I think the big thing for me was like I, the stuff that I wanted to get from people or my parents was like, give me a new video game. Is that like 
that'd be fun and man my my parents will still comment on stuff like that today of like man it used to take us a whole year to beat a video gig gig and that's what that's what we did like you'd buy one of them and that's what we did for that year and now it's like i buy a video gig game and then i emerge like three days after being like all right i just spent 40 hours playing that game and i beat it i'm done next right i I love the idea of a whole family committing themselves to working through a game over however much time it takes like this we did you 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 sent out the family christmas card and it's like this year together the springers beat mist we solved every puzzle (laughs) in mist together as a family it took us the whole summer yeah uh the the one though so we did that with our n64 and the games i mean the games that we would play was super mario 64 i never personally beat that one but like that took us so long and i remember like looking up to some of my older cousins as they had gotten farther in the game just being like wow you're so good at video games amazing um and my my dad was also really into uh star wars shadows of the empire um Uh. and that was that was like the the one we often go back to of like it took us a year to beat that 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 game and i remember there were nights because i i i had bunk beds and I slept on the top bunk and underneath I had like a little small like personal TV with my N64 mm. hooked up. And there would be nights that I would wake up and I could like my dad was underneath ah! my bed like playing this. Just like I dad. need to beat this level. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what we would do. And now, like, yeah, it's just like I buy a new game and I'm done within a week. And it's just like, all right, next. <laughs> yeah good stuff with that uh my my toys now though are comics they are basically uh and free comic book day happened this past it did i I just at least wanted to mention some of the stuff that i picked up did 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 you make it out to go get that that uh star trek one that had the (laughs) christopher cantwell story in it i i think i was originally planning on it but i was just so focused on guardians of the galaxy volume three and mm. the next day i was in like recovery mode from that that i like completely forgot it was happening until I like gotcha. 4 p.m or something where i'm like i don't know if there's anything left at the comic book store so i didn't go i gotcha i gotcha uh well if if you are interested in the free comic book day stuff some comic shops might still have um if you want to go in and be like hey do you guys have any extras um if you are interested in in the ones from marvel and dc specifically they are now uh both up on their apps if you have marvel unlimited all of the the free issues are already up there or if you have the uh dc universe infinite i hate the name of that app it's so long just call it dc infinite um but yeah, they're all up there. Uh, so I got a cu- couple of those. This is D- DC. We are legends. And it's uh, like th- like a 
special look at some new comics that are coming out from DC uh, with different like minority characters, different characters of color, stuff like that. Um, got one here called Girl Talking Over, which is a Lois Girl Lane. Taking Over. Yes, thank you. I cannot read. Uh, I, I was reading it in the monitor of like <laughs> looking at the p p p p picture of, of me there. But yeah, girl taking over. And that's all about Lois Lane. Um, Good. I got one from Tokyo Pop. I don't know if this is one from this year. It could have been an older one. I did notice that my shop was putting up some of the stuff from last year and potentially mm. the year before before. This is called Guardians of Fukushima, mm. uh, and it is a, a dragon. It is based on a true story about a farmer uh, who fought to save uh, the nuclear zone's animals. So interesting stuff on nice. that one. I got a prelude comic um, from Bone Orchard Bone Orchard Mythos. Um, which is a series of comics from Jeff Lemire. Ah, um, so one our of boy. his horror comics. Yeah, man, we got to um, get in on those. At first, yeah. I thought this was related to Bone. No, not the little white creature Bone. bone. We ought to not read some guy. Bone. Uh, but yeah, so those were the free ones that I got. And then I picked up a few graphic novels um, here. I, I guess the first thing I will mention, I picked up the nice hard cover of the Flintstones Ooh! that we recently. Oh, that does covered. look nice. Um, yeah. On on the review show. Um, yeah, it has all sorts of stuff here. This is the deluxe edition. So this is the version that we read uh, or at least that I read on Comixology Unlimited it has that booster gold st story mm. in the back, has a big old cover giga gallery of all the artwork <sighs> nice. um, that was in there and that's, some sketches and stuff like that. So that's a good display book. You put that out on the oh, coffee yeah. table for company. <laughs> the Flintstones, such a good book. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, and then I picked up the first volume of one that both Melissa, I know you've been inter 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 interested in Love Everlasting from oh, Tom nice. King and Elsa, and Elsa Chartier. Um, There's a whole yeah, volume I, now. There is a the first volume is out. I think uh, issue seven just recently came out. Um, so I, I, I don't know how long they intend this to be. Um, I think it was only like 10 or 12 issues, I think. But I don't know. Um, mm. But volume one here collects, uh, I believe, the first five. Yeah. Um, so I, I picked that one up because I, I think this is an, an interesting one here. Um, Joan Peterson discovers that she is trapped in an endless, terrifying cycle of romance. A problem, to, <laughs> a problem to be solved, a man to marry, and every time she falls in love, she's torn from her world and thrust into another tear-soaked tale. Her bloody j -j -j journey to freedom and revelation starts in this breathtaking, groundbreaking collected edition. So yeah, um, and I like 
Elsa Chartier's art artwork. Mm-hmm. So. Seems like a good match for that comic. Yeah, I'm I'm starting now to be in the position where every time I go to the comic book store, I'm buying books, and the stack of books that I've now bought are just stacking. Like I haven't read them, and they're just stacking ah. up. And now now it's just like, oh no, I'm I'm gonna be one of those people who has like a whole book. Sh- shelf of books that they haven't read <laughs> that mm-hmm. they they own but it's just like oh yeah i own that book it's great <laughs> haven't read it <laughs> heard so, good things that's me now yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff good stuff um last but not least i wanted to d- d- bring on the podcast to whoever's listening to this all like three of you as well as <laughs> melissa um viz media who publishes a bunch of manga uh they updated their app like redid their entire app mm. um so that now it is it, it is like it what's the best way to describe it um they they've like revamped it so it's now kind of like a reader and a store at the same time oh. it's not just a like a, a a store where you can read the ones you've already bought off of their website um but they it's yeah they've they've like completely redone their their app here which is neat so i at least wanted to mention a, f- a few neat things about uh their their app and why it might be worth checking out if you're at least slightly mm. interested in manga um so you can download the app for free uh and they have samples of almost all if not all of their titles uh for you to check out and read for free uh typically it's the first three chapters of a manga so you can just be like that's a good amount first yeah let let me read the first three chapters and see do i like it do i want to keep do I want to keep going? Uh, and for series that are currently ongoing, uh, they are going to be releasing the English day and date as the Japanese ones. Mm. Uh, but the most recent three are also f- f- free for you to read. So if you just want to like j- jump in on some manga and stick with it and just start from there, you can basically read it for free. Um, however, if you want the like back catalog of all of this stuff, uh, they have a subscription, which is just two bucks. It's a dollar ninety nine. And yeah, you can get uh, the the back catalog of almost all of case closed, um, (laughs) which is incredible. Uh, they, they have all sorts of stuff. They have Nana. They have some Junji Ito. They have all sorts of stuff that's on there. Um, but what's interesting about Case Clothes uh-huh. is that the collected the collected volumes of the English is eight years behind of whatever wow. it is in Japan. They now have that available digitally in the app for two bucks a month um it's, and, and yeah there's so many crimes that little boy that adult man trapped in a little boy's body has had to solve yep yep 
um man is still on going is the, is the thing it's not done um, we gotta find a sensible amount of case closed slash detective conan to talk about like I, i've thought a, about a couple volumes of manga like 26 or fewer like tv yeah. episodes yes yeah like, does he is, have a movie there, yeah like is there a good arc that we can follow or something mm. like if we if we read volume one and then skip ahead to like volume 27 and then read you know read volume 159 like is that gonna make a somewhat coherent story right um i i, I would like to get more detective conan on on here because uh one of my favorites he's good you <laughs> you mention it like I just at have a least soft spot for for just like for, two or three him. times a year, consistently every yeah. year you've mentioned Detective Conan. Yeah, yeah. That 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 would be on like the the whatnots drinking gigging game. Does right. Kyle mention case clothes or Detective Conan? We should make like sip, secret right? lists for like stuff the other one constantly talks about. Oh, interesting. <laughs> At the end of the year <laughs> retrospective, Kyle, you made the same joke 30 times. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, but they, they, they have a few titles that you, they have most of the back, mm. the back catalog on and they are continuing to work on g- 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 getting all of it. Uh, like I, I think case closed like chapters like 900 through something is like not on there yet but they like hey we're working on it um we're getting it on there um but yeah you can download them to read offline if you're going on a trip uh and if you like the manga it seems like some of them are available for purchase in the app which you can't do with comicsology uh oh. at, at least yet um which is neat um so I, I i like that like if i read a little bit and i'm like hey i like this book i want to support it i can be like let me just buy the book and have it in my library there um so that, that seems neat uh it looks like if they have manga that is mature like like for a mature audience uh that you can't read on the app uh, which is probably mm. a result of a- a- Apple not wanting any kind ah. of like mature content on all of their stuff. Uh, so if you have if, if you go online and use the like actual website ver- version, okay. you can continue reading it there like they for na 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 na. They only have a certain amount of it. And then they're like, hey, the rest of this is like rated m- m- mature. Um, so you can go read that on our website instead. Um, and then I guess the only thing that I've noticed so far is that reading it on my phone, if I like turn my phone into landscape mode, it switches to a two page layout, Mm. which I don't like, and I haven't figured out a way to change it. I don't think that setting is in there yet. Um, mm-hmm. But they they like just launched this like a night ago as of us recording <laughs> this. You already like, have this two days ago. Review. Yeah, I will say that neat. switching I, to a two page review while in landscape format does seem like it is very well suited for a tablet. Like maybe yes. they're 
imagining if this is being used on a tablet and not on a phone. Yeah. Um, but if you're like me and you only have a, a phone, it's just like, how, ugh, how big is your phone? Like one page. Is your I mean, phone I really have, big enough to read this stuff? Okay. It looks bigger I, than I, mine. Having it's what iPhone. I don't know. It's not the most recent one, but it's yeah, it's one of the big ones. So like it's it's a good size, but I still prefer to read in landscape and a single page on that. So I have to scroll through it. Um, I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you ingest so many comics and that is the method through which you do it. I. Yeah, it's not ideal. I don't like it. I do have a laptop that like the screen can like go all the way oh, around and a you folding. can use it. Yeah. As a tablet thing, it has a touch screen and everything, but it's such an old laptop at this point. Um, and it's like it's so thick when you like pull it over. <laughs> it's thick. It's heavy. It's just like this it's is like a holding hassle. up a whole textbook. It really is. It's it, it's a hassle. And it's just like, I just want to have this in bed with me and be able to like hold it above my head and not worry that if I drop it, like I will break my nose or something. Right. Like it's awful. severe manga um, reading accident. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also bougie and I like refuse to get a, like just a, like a generic tablet to read comics on i want an ipad pro like i want the like okay. most overblown expensive thing to just be a comics reader <laughs> i'll tell you i bought a uh, some form of amazon fire tablet exclusively for reading comics for the review show and i've been very satisfied with the experience and like yeah i don't know that was like 200 bucks or less if you had the right sale yeah, the the issue is uh, that I think there are certain apps, certain like comic reading apps that don't really work as well um, on on them. Like if, if you get an Amazon uh, mm. tablet, like I don't think the Marvel Unlimited app works on there now or they it used to not. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but that was always an obstacle of like, well, I, I guess if I really want to read them the way that i want to i need an apple one but those are so so expensive that i've I've just not gotten one so one day but not not now oh well <laughs> mm-hmm. anyways i think i'm all podcasted out right. for the night i think i think mm-hmm. this is it i think this That's- is where we wrap things up this week here um mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, Melissa, where can people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. Perfect. Uh, and you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, we got plenty of more. We got plenty more videos right over there for you to check out. Uh, this has been number 235 of the Whatnots Captain's Log, which we never did our intro, but we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>